one more time. Why don't we get up one more time and why don't we say hi to the person next to us. Give him a hug. Tell him welcome to Uni Iglesia. If you haven't seen him in a while, tell him it's nice to see you. Vamos a ponernos de pie una vez más. Vamos a mirar a la persona que está a nuestro lado. Decirle bienvenido a Uni Iglesia. Si hace tiempo no la has visto, dile me alegro verte. And then our kids, they may be dismissed. Nuestros niños se pueden ir a su clase. From first to fifth grade, if you're in first to fifth grade, you may be dismissed. Si estás en primero a quinto grado, puedes ir a tu clase. And then before we, we continue, why don't we come a little bit closer together? Why don't we come a little bit to the front? Now that the kids are leaving, there's more chairs available. It just makes me feel closer to you. Amen. Vamos a sentarnos, por favor, en Don't el be shy. Centro. Come, Vamos a... come a little closer to this side it's over here. Amen. Me hace sentir que estoy más cerca yes. de ustedes. Man, it's good to be back. Even though I was here last Sunday, right? Aunque yo estaba aquí este, la semana pasada. Just to be back in a preaching environment and just allowing God to pour into our hearts so we may pour back into other people. It's just an honor to do that, right? Es un honor este permitir que Dios derrame sobre tu corazón para que luego tú puedas dar eso a otras personas. So just pray one more time. Vamos a orar otra vez. Father God, one more time I come to your presence giving you thanks for this wonderful people that are here today, God. Asking you that the word that's preached today, God, is not on my own, but it's from you, God. That you will just speak to the lives of people, God. That this word will transform them, create a revival in their hearts, God. Give them a hunger for you, God. Use this preaching and use this word, God, and use this sermon as a tool and a venue to speak to the people and the need of your house and what you need to do in the lives of us for us to wake up for the gospel and continue ministering to those out there. We declare this, we believe this, and we we do this in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 So we're, we're here today to continue our series on doubts. All right. Estamos aquí para continuar nuestra serie ya titulada Duda. So I opened this, this um, sermon or series like two Sundays ago. So this is the third week. Yo comencé esta serie hace dos domingos hacia atrás. So esta sería la tercera semana. But I've only been able to preach one time on this topic, right? Pero solo pude, eh, tuve la oportunidad de predicar bajo este tópico una sola ocasión. So I started with doubt and I started with, with our friend John the Baptist and how he was a pioneer and the first, right, to, to start proclaiming the gospel, the first evangelist, but yet he doubted, he doubted and he had doubts while he was in jail. Y estuve eh, predicando acerca de Juan el Bautista, cómo él fue el primer evangelista, eh, pero aún así, con todo lo que él estaba haciendo, él había tenido dudas. Today's title is Doubts That Push Us to Mistakes. That's the title. El tema de hoy son dudas que nos empujan a, a, tener, um, a cometer errores. So there's doubts that we have sometimes in our lives that push us to make some mistakes where we don't mean to do those mistakes, but because we have so much doubt, we fall into this, right? A veces tenemos tantas dudas que eso nos lleva a cometer errores. So I wanted to go back to the first person that doubted in the world, right? Quiero ir otra vez hacia la per primera persona que dudó en el mundo. Who knows who that was? ¿Quién sabe quién es esa persona? Who was the first doubter on earth? ¿Quién fue el primero que dudó? Who? Eve. The first doubter, right? So people are like, is this a trick question? <laughs> it's like, is he testing us, right? So Eve was the first person that ever doubted. Eva fue la primera que dudó. Primera persona. And because of her doubt, y a, y a causa de sus dudas, you see what started as just a doubt, 
lo que comenzó simplemente como una duda Turn into the for humankind, right? se convirtió en el, um, el más grande desastre en la humanidad. It has some ramifications that put that one thing led to another and led to another where we now are where we at, right? Causó tantos problemas, eh, un problema tras otro, que ahora estamos en esta situación actualmente. Where God had to come down in flesh through his son Jesus Christ and a redeemer so he may take all our sins, die for us and resurrect so then we will not be condemned anymore donde Dios tuvo que enviar a su Hijo um, en forma de humano, en un cuerpo para venir y redimirnos y, y morir por nosotros. ¿Cuántas veces nos hemos eh, right. alejado de la gracia de Dios? ¿Cuántas veces hemos visto quizás otras personas que han um, caído en esto? And we ask these questions and we're like, man, they had so much anointing, they had so much word, they knew so much, they were so blessed. Why did that happen? Why did they fall out of the grace of God? Y quizás pensamos, wow, ¿por qué, tanta, ¿por qué hay tantas personas que tienen unción y predican y, y lamentablemente se han, um, se han salido de la gracia de Dios? You see, and I'm not talking about that bless and, and grace of Jesus of dying on the cross so we may have eternal life. I'm not talking about that kind of grace. Yo no estoy hablando acerca de la gracia de, de, de Jesús, que Jesús nos dio cuando murió por nosotros. But I'm talking about that grace and favor that wherever we go, and wherever that person will go, they will have that blessing upon them. And it's lost because of something that happened in their lives. Pero estoy hablando de esa gracia que está con ellos donde quiera que ellos están. And the reason why those things happen, it always starts with doubt. Y la la razón por la cual esto sucede es porque siempre todo inicia con dudas. You see, the enemy us. El enemigo nos ataca. The enemy to us. El enemigo nos miente. El enemigo siempre nos va a susurrar en el oído lo opuesto de lo que Dios está diciendo. Y, y a veces es que comenzamos simplemente a dudar. And we doubt if we're Dudamos si somos merecedores. Dudamos si realmente tenemos un llamado de parte de Dios. Y dudamos si realmente Dios nos va a utilizar. And we doubt if that promise that God gave us and that somebody declare on us if that is even true, right? Y dudamos si esa palabra que fue declarada sobre nuestra vida realmente es cierta. And then because we're doubting, we start to drift from God. Y porque estamos dudando, nos comenzamos a alejar de Dios. Y porque nos estamos alejando de Dios, luego nuestra relación con Dios se detiene. Y porque ya no hay relación, entonces dejamos de venir a la iglesia, nos dejamos de congregar, ya no o de, nos derramamos en la vida de otros, ya no oramos. Y todo de repente empezamos a acercar más al mundo y empezamos a hacer lo que el mundo está haciendo. Y parece más fácil, más fácil, y nosotros dives deeper y deeper and deeper into the abyss, right? Y entonces a causa de todo esto comenzamos a parecernos más como el, como las personas que están en el mundo y comenzamos a profundizar eh, más y más en esto. And once we have an awakening and we realize we're so far from God and we're so invested in what we've been doing and we're so in depressed and we're so like in shame and we're so like man I'm not worthy that we're away from God. Y de momento cuando abrimos los ojos nos damos cuenta que estamos tan alejados de Dios y comenzamos a deprimirnos y comenzamos a, a dejar, quedarnos en ese lugar. But it all with a 
doubt. Pero todo esto comenzó con dudas. We don't get to that place from today to tomorrow quickly. It's a process, right? En, para tú estar en la posición de duda no llegas ahí de, de la noche a la mañana sino que es un proceso y comenzamos a, a, a comportarnos de una cierta forma porque pensamos oh, esa persona yo no le caigo bien Or I think they don't think I am worthy. o yo pienso que esa persona no cree que yo soy merecedor o pienso que son mejor que yo por mi sin o esa persona se cree que es mejor que yo a causa de mi pecado. Or mad at me, or they don't use me, so they don't think I'm worthy. You know, we got all these thinkings that are just doubts that lead us to drift away from God and our true calling in Christ. Y todas estas dudas nos alejan de Dios y, y del verdadero propósito que tenemos en Cristo. You see, I have seen celebrities. Yo he visto muchas celebridades. Loved by people, and all of a sudden they go crazy, and they're not even Christians, right? Que um son amados y luego se vuelven locos. Like they go crazy, they fall into drugs, they fall into, into this thing, they start stealing and they're millionaires. Why are you stealing? They get this disease or whatever they call it, a condition, right? I don't know the name of it. Something cluplat, cluplomas, or something on those areas where you have to steal but you have the money so you don't need to steal but you just want the, the rush. What was that? Kleptomania. Kleptomania. There you go. I knew it was something klepto. Y estas personas este, que tienen dinero porque son millonarios, tú, no ves, tú los ves como ellos comienzan a utilizar drogas y comienzan a robar cuando no tienen la necesidad realmente de estar robando. Y quiero decirle algo a cristianos que están aquí y a aquellos de ustedes que son líderes. You could do all good for God. Tú puedes hacer muchas cosas buenas um, para Dios. You could baptize hundreds. Puedes eh, bautizar a um, 100 personas. You could to many Tú puedes evangelizar a muchas personas. Lives could be Las vidas pueden ser transformadas. But it, all it takes is one mistake Pero solo toma un error. Para que las personas se olviden de las buenas cosas que has hecho para Dios. One mistake for people to judge you. Un error que tú cometas para que la gente te juzgue. One mistake for people to point at you and say you're not worthy. Look what you did. You should have done better. You were a Christian. You were a leader. You were a pastor. Why you did that? Un error para que la gente diga, oh, ¿cómo tú pudiste hacer eso? Tú eres un líder, tú eres un pastor. But they're not remembering the many people that got baptized, the many people that got transformed, the many people that you spend time with pouring the gospel into their life, maybe sometimes even to themselves, to those people that are now pointing your mistakes. Y quizás ellos se olvidan todas las personas que tú has bautizado, todas las personas que a través de ti tú, Dios te utilizó para bendecirlos a ellos y quizás ellos mismos que te están juzgando. You see, when we're not the person in, that, in those shoes, we ask this question, why they did y cuando no somos esa persona y no estamos en sus propios zapatos preguntamos ¿por qué esa persona hizo esto? I saw a meme like two weeks ago that said yo vi un meme los otros días que decía it is crazy to understand es loco entender why God will leave 99 healthy sheep to go to that one reckless ugly dirty stinky sheep right? ¿por qué Dios dejaría 99 ovejas que están muy saludables y muy bonitas para ir a buscar una que está fea y perdida? until hasta we are that one sheep stinky dirty that has drifted away hasta que somos entonces nosotros aquella um, oveja que se que está apestosa que se eh, descarriló. See, as long as we're the 99 sheep, we don't want God to leave the 99 and go for the one. But when we are that one, 
Cuando nosotros somos parte del grupo de las 99 ovejas que están bien, entonces no entendemos. Pero cuando somos esa número uno que se, se, de, se de fue. All we pray and hope is that God will leave the 99 and come after me and rescue me from the pit. And you know what? I want to tell you something. God is willing and God does it as long as we let him do it. Entonces, Amen. si nosotros somos esa que se descarriló, entonces queremos y oramos que Dios deje a las 99 por ir en busca de nosotros. You see, we, we're going to be going to Genesis 3 today and we're going to start to read a little bit about the fall of man, right? Vamos a estar yendo al, al capítulo 3 de Génesis y vamos a estar hablando de la caída del hombre. And how many times we have heard Genesis 3, how many times we have heard of the forbidden fruit and don't eat that and they did and it's all Eve's fault, but no, it was Adam's fault because he was the leader and he didn't tell her not to do it. No, but nothing happened until she ate it and then he ate it and then they were cast out, right? Y It's siempre crazy. hay un debate de que quién fue el culpable, si fue este Adán por hacerle caso a Eva o fue Eva porque inició todo. You see, Genesis 3 tells us why this happened and why it's still happening and why it will continue to happen. Génesis 3 nos va a decir este por qué esto sucedió y por qué esto va a continuar sucediendo. You see, this is when doubt was introduced to humankind in Genesis 3. En esta ocasión fue cuando la duda fue introducida al humano por primera vez. I feel that this chapter explains to us how the world and the society works today as we see it. Yo pienso que este versículo nos describe cómo el mundo y la sociedad funciona hoy en día. It reveals to us the strategies that the enemy Satan uses, which are the same as he did with Adam and Eve, and they have not changed. So he's not even creative. He has to use the same strategies that he used over 3,000 years ago to continue to trick humankind. Nos habla acerca de las estrategias que utilizó el enemigo y son estrategias que él ha estado utilizando aún mi, miles de años atrás. You see, it shows the entrance of sin into humankind right here in, in Genesis 3. Esto en Génesis 3 se refiere a la introducción del pecado. But he also shows the severity of disobedience when we disobey an order from God. <laughs> Y también nos presenta la severidad que existe cuando nosotros somos desobedientes a Dios. But beyond all those things, Pero más allá de todas estas cosas, there is a revelation through this scripture of mercy and grace from God to us. Hay una, también hay una revelación acerca de la misericordia y la gracia de Dios hacia nosotros. We want to even read how he seeks out sinners. Podemos ver cómo Él eh, va en busca de los pecadores. And how He covers our sins and gives us a promise of a Savior. And I praise God for that. Y cómo Él cubre nuestro pecado y nos da la promesa de un Salvador. See, this scripture reveals to us like, man, there is this that happens. It starts with doubt. Humankind falls. The enemy uses the same tactics. So keep your eyes open. But above all that and beyond all that, God had a plan where He seeks us. He covers us. He saves us. And He turns us around 180 for His glory. Esto nos muestra de cómo, este, aunque vino la duda y a causa de la duda, Pasó, hubo una caída. Dios como quiera va en busca de nosotros. Nos limpia, nos busca y nos restaura. See, doubt, and that's my first point, la, doubt las dudas will not challenge us unless we let it challenge us. Las dudas no, no nos desafía a menos que la dejemos. And what do you mean with that, Pastor? ¿Y qué significa esto, Pastor? You see, there will be doubts. Van a haber dudas. And the intention of doubt is to challenge us to do the opposite of what we've been called to do. Y la intención de la duda es que hagamos lo opuesto de lo que hemos sido llamados but, a hacer. But unless we don't, unless we give into it, it will have no ramification and no change in our lives. 
Pero a menos que entonces nos dejamos vencer por las dudas, no va entonces a suceder nada. So let me start with Genesis 3, 1 and 3, so you could understand where I'm going through. You could find that in the application of you version. You could go to events. You could go to una iglesia epic, and right there you could have all this stuff available, okay? It says like this. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. La serpiente era el más astuto de todos los animales salvajes que el Señor había hecho. Cierto día le preguntó a la mujer, ¿De veras Dios les dijo que no deben de comer del fruto de ninguno de los árboles del huerto? Claro que pode podemos comer el fruto de los árboles del huerto, contestó la mujer. Es solo del fruto del árbol que está en medio del huerto del que se no, no se nos permite comer. Dios dijo, no deben comerlo, ni siquiera tocarlo. Si lo hacen, morirán. Y algo que es increíble acerca de este versículo es que la serpiente viene de repente y viene sin ninguna introducción. You see, there was nobody there that said, hey Eve, come over here. I want to introduce you to the serpent that is being used right now by Satan. Don't listen to it. She's a liar. Nadie vino a decirle, mira Eva, esta es una serpiente que es una mentirosa, no la hagas caso. What I'm trying to tell you is that the lies of the enemy will come suddenly and without introduction to your life. Lo que te quiero decir es que la, las mentiras del enemigo van a llegar de repente y sin ningún Nobody's going to tell you, hey, I want to give you a heads up. Whatever that person is saying to you, don't listen to it because they are a liar. And if they do, you're going to be like, oh, who's, who's the liar? Who's the, who's the gossiper, right? Lo que te quiero decir es que nadie va a venir a tu vida y te va a decir, mira, no le creas las mentiras de esta persona porque entonces tú vas a pensar, pero espérate, ¿quién me está mintiendo? But the most incredible thing is that God did not went to Eve and Adam and told them, hey, by the way, there is an animal here called a serpent keep an eye out of it and don't listen to it because remember I told you not to eat from this she's going to tell you to eat it so don't listen to it God didn't do none of that Dios no vino y le dijo a Adán y a Eva que tenían que llevar cuidado con una serpiente que iba a venir y los iba a tratar de engañar para que llevaran you know eh, cuidado y estuvieran pendientes You see God had already given them a command an order and had established and that should have been sufficient for Adam and Eve Dios les había dado eh, un mandato y es, esto debió de haber sido suficiente para ellos. But because Satan knew that God had given us free or, or, or free will, yeah. Y porque Satanás sabía que nos había dado, Dios les había dado a ellos eh, libre albedrío. He used that free will. Él utilizó esto. To come and deceive Eve, to lie to her, to do what? His hope was for her to have doubt. Para venir donde Eva y, y crear en ella dudas. So we know that the devil was behind the snake. We know it was not the snake. But look what the Bible said. It was the craftiest animal in the kingdom. Y vemos lo que dice el versículo, que esta serpiente era el más astuto de todos los animales. Sometimes the devil will use the best of the best, the craftiest, the person that speaks the most eloquent, the person that looks the best to deceive us and lie to us. Because we're not going to see it coming. 
A veces el enemigo va a utilizar a las personas que hablan muy elocuentemente y, y personas de que no pensaríamos que ellos vienen a engañarnos. And at times where like people tell to us, oh, the Lord spoke to me about your life. And I'm like, man, the Lord has not spoken to me yet. What's going on over here? Y hay personas que a veces vienen donde ti y te van a decir, oh, el Señor me habló acerca de tu vida. Y yo digo, pero espérate, Dios no me lo ha dicho a mí. So you see, the devil was behind the snake, but later in the Bible, we could read that the Bible uses the names devil, or I mean the name serpent and dragon to describe the devil. Y podemos ver que aquí utilizó este, la serpiente y luego en otro versículo eh, cambia el nombre. Because he was the craftiest of all animals in the kingdom. Porque él era el más astuto de todos los animales. So, Luke of 2 Corinthians 11:3 says, says, "But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent cunning, cunnings, your mind or your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ." Pero temo que de alguna manera su pura y completa devoción a Cristo se corrompa, tal como Eva fue engañada por la astucia de la serpiente. So you see, Paul had a concern that the people of the church were going to be lied to, but not only lied to, but that they were going to give in to the lies of the devil just as Eve did. Pablo tenía este, una preocupación de que la gente de la iglesia se iban a dejar engañar así como Eva le sucedió con la serpiente. This is the church of Corinthians. This is people of faith just like you and I. Esta es la iglesia de Corintios, la iglesia, gente de, llena de fe. People of faith like you and I that Paul was concerned that they were going to do the same thing that Eve did. Personas de fe como tú y como yo, y él temía que le iba a suceder lo mismo que le pasó Because a Eva. Because the church of Corinthians had doubts, just like you and I have doubts, right? Esta iglesia estaba teniendo dudas, tal y como tú y yo tenemos dudas. You see, I said last Sunday that I preach on doubt, that doubt is not a sin, but what we do with the doubt is the sin. Yo mencioné anteriormente de que el, la duda no es el pecado, pero el pecado es lo que hacemos con la duda. See, we're humans and we don't have all understanding and all wisdom yet. Somos humanos y no tenemos toda la sabiduría ni todo el entendimiento todavía. And because we don't have all the understanding and all the wisdom, there will be times that we will doubt. Y porque no tenemos todo el entendimiento ni toda la sabiduría todavía, va a haber momentos donde vamos a dudar. Even when the same doubt repeats itself and we have seen God taking us out of it, we still doubt again. Isn't that ah. crazy? Aún cuando continuamos dudando y el Señor nos saca de eso, continuamos dudando siempre. How many times you've been in a situation where you have doubts and then God shows up, he frees you and liberates you from it, and a year or two years, even next week, you're in the same place and you're doubting again. ¿Cuántas veces te ha sucedido de que tú tienes dudas en un área de tu vida, Dios te rescata de esa situación y luego pasa lo mismo con una situación similar y tú vuelves a dudar? Like God cannot do it again. Como si Dios no pudiese hacerlo de But nuevo. But the crazy thing is that the devil uses the same lies and the same tricks and the same stuff day after day hoping that he will have us fall every single day. Mas sin embargo, el enemigo continúa utilizando las mismas dudas y las mismas estrategias todos los días. Same stuff every day. Lo mismo todos los días. How many times we have fallen on the same sin and God takes us out and we repent and yet we are again on the same sin again because it starts with doubts. ¿Cuántas veces Dios nos ha rescatado del pecado y luego volvemos otra vez al mismo pecado nuevamente? Y es porque todo comienza con dudas. Luego, Revelation 12, 9 says, it says, The great dragon was hurtled down, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Este gran dragón, la serpiente antigua llamada Diablo o Satanás, 
el que engaña el mundo entero, fue lanzado a la tierra junto con todos sus ángeles. The devil is on earth. El enemigo está en la tierra. The demons are on earth. Los demonios están en la tierra. Ellos están um, cerca de nosotros. Some of them might congregate with us and come in and sit down right here. You know that they know word. Algunos de ellos se vienen, se pueden congregar y sentar, sentarse al lado de nosotros. Ellos conocen la palabra. The devil will be willing to park outside and let you come in by yourself, get all the oh, Holy Spirit revival, and then walk out and get in the car with him and go back to the old life. El enemigo va a permitir que tú llegues al estacionamiento de la iglesia, te metas en la iglesia, sientas el Espíritu Santo, luego vayas y te sientes en tu carro y se mete en tu carro contigo. Because he was kicked out of heaven with his demons, so now he resides on earth. So that means this is his house, this is his residence, earth. He's a citizen of earth. Porque él fue echado, eh, expulsado y fue lanzado a la tierra con sus demonios. Entonces este es su hogar. So when God put Adam and Eve on earth, and the serpent shows up, that lets me know and understand that the devil was already there. Cuando el Señor puso a Adán y a Eva aquí en la tierra y la serpiente de repente llegó, quiere decir que eso me deja saber que el enemigo ya estaba ahí. And the garden of Eden was a paradise, but yet the devil had access into that paradise. Y aunque este, este huerto era como el paraíso para ellos, eh, Satanás tenía acceso a él. Because it doesn't matter if the devil is around us. What matters is our obedience and commitment to God and his word and the kingdom of heaven. No importa si el enemigo está cerca de nosotros, lo que importa es nuestra dedicación y nuestro, um, nuestro compromiso con el reino de los cielos. Some of us work with people that don't like us and hate us and they will find the first opportunity to throw us under the bus to get rid of us. Hay algunos de nosotros que trabajan con personas que ellos nos odian y quieren, esperan la primera oportunidad que tienen para desquitarse so con you, nosotros. Like Quizás tú tienes un, un miembro de tu familia que no, tú no le caes bien. There might be people in the church that don't like you and you sit next to them every Sunday and they talk about you as soon as you leave and they leave church. Y hay personas en la iglesia pueden ser que cuando tú te vas pueden estar hablando mal de ti. By the way, that does not happen in una iglesia, right? De hecho, esto no sucede aquí. But those things don't matter. Pero esas cosas no importan. What matters is your heart. What matters is what God is doing. What matters is who are you listening to. Lo que importa es tu corazón. Lo que importa es lo que tú estás haciendo y a quién tú le estás escuchando. So notice the approach of the devil in Genesis 3. Fíjate en el acercamiento que hace Satanás aquí en, en Genesis 3. Initially he does not challenge Eve. Inicialmente, él no está retando a Eva. He does not challenge her faith in God. Ella, él no está retando su fe en Dios. But rather, he questions her knowledge of God. Mas, huh? Sin embargo, él sí está retando el conocimiento que ella tiene So you see, de initially, when the devil comes to your life to put doubts, he's not going to straight up challenge you with your faith, but he's going he's to question your knowledge of God and the word of God. And if you don't know it, you're done. Inicialmente, cuando el enemigo venga a tu vida, él no va a estar cuestionándote tu, tu fe, pero sí va a venir entonces a, a cuestionar tu conocimiento de Dios. Kind of like when I hear Genesis, you know, Genesis 3, 1 through 3, it makes me think that the devil is kind of like, hmm, let me see how much you know about scripture, about God. And there was not a specific scripture, but God had already given them an order, so she should have known that at least, right? Es como que él va a venir y va a ver cuánto, déjame ver cuánta escritura él sabe. 
So the way that the devil comes and, and challenge our knowledge is not by direct approach, but he does and he says, let me see how much word you know and how strong your faith is in God. Él, él puede venir a tu vida y decir, déjame ver cuán, cuán, cuán grande es tu fe en Dios y vamos a, voy a retar entonces tu conocimiento acerca de Dios. And let me tell you something, you saying that you are a Christian. Y el tú decir que tú eres cristiano. You're saying I am a servant of God, that's not going to scare the devil. Al tú decir, yo soy un siervo de Dios, eso no va a asustar al enemigo. Adam and Eve used to walk with God every day and yet the serpent still approached them. Adán y Eva eh, acostumbraban a caminar con Dios todos los días y más sin embargo esto sucedió con ellos. So, so he's questioning and he's testing her, kind of like, what do you know about God? Where do you stand? Entonces él comienza a, a cuestionar este, ¿qué también tú conoces a Dios? Look what the message version of this scripture says. says, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? What? This dude, is, he knows this thing, right? Él le dijo, de veras, les digo que no deben comer de acerca de este fruto. Look what he says. He says, do I understand that you should not eat from any tree in here? He knew what tree they were not supposed to eat. Él sabía que Dios les, les había dicho de no comer de ese fruto. He didn't even tell them, God told you not to eat from that tree, right? No, he said, do, do I understand right? And if I'm wrong, I want you to correct me. Él les dijo, yo quiero asegurarme que estoy hablando correctamente. Él les dijo a ustedes que no comieran de este árbol. And he doesn't even give a specific. He says, any tree in the garden. You let me, you enlighten me, woman. What is the tree? I don't know. Él le dijo, ¿de qué árbol estás hablando? He knew exactly what God meant. He knew exactly the tree that God was talking about, but he wanted to create an Eve what? Doubt. Thank él you. sabía exactamente a qué árbol se estaba refiriendo Eva, pero él crea, quería crear en ella dudas. So Satan's initial approach is not to get Eve to sin. El, um, el, acerqui, el acercamiento inicial de Satanás no era hacerla que ella He's kind of like putting doubts on her. He's kind of like telling Eve, Eve, did you heard right? Did you heard God right? Did he said any tree? Did he said a specific tree? Did he said don't eat it in the morning, in the evening, or at night? Pero él estaba diciendo, Eva, yo, yo escuché bien lo que tú dijiste, que tú no puedes comer del fruto de, este ar, de los árboles ni de día, ni de noche, ni por la tarde. Satan's initial approach is always for us, is to deceive us, is not to deny. El primer acercamiento de Satanás a nuestra vida siempre va a ser para engañarnos, no para negar. It is to cause doubts, not disobedience. Understand this, church. Es para causar dudas y no desobediencia. Tienen que entender esto. When the devil comes to you initially, he does not want you to be disobedient. He wants you to doubt because he knows that doubt later leads to disobedience. Cuando él viene inicialmente a tu vida, él no está causando que tú este, inmediatamente caigas en desobediencia, sino que causa en ti dudas porque eventualmente las dudas te llegan a la desobediencia. Porque si yo traigo este vaso y lo lleno, que de hecho esto tiene aguas, y, y le, digo, le digo a Kenner, Kenner, necesito que te bebas esto, él no va a querer tomar de eso porque no sabe lo que hay adentro. So the devil knows that if he approaches shoving sin into us and disobedience, we're not going to take the bait. 
Entonces el enemigo sabe que si él viene donde nosotros y trata de empujarnos inmediatamente al pecado, eso no va a funcionar. You see, I like to fish, to go fishing, right? A, a mí me gusta ir a pescar. And it don't matter how much I throw my hook in the water, if I don't put a bait on it, I'm never going to get a fish. Y no importa cuánto yo tire el hilo ese. El gancho, el, el hook. El gancho. <laughs> si no el anzuelo. El anzuelo. No importando cuánto yo lo tire, si no lo tiro con algo para cazar a mi presa, no voy a lograr nada. Unless the hook is silver and shiny and the sun hits it, so the fish thing is some sort of shiner or whatever, he's never going to go for it. A menos que yo no lance algo que esté como brilloso para que los animales crean que es otro pescado, nunca voy a, a obtener nada. But what do you do? You put a bait that, that throws out a little bit of smell in the water, maybe a little bit of blood, that looks tasty, that looks plumpy, that looks yummy. Pero tú tiras algo que quizás este tiene olor a pescado para que entonces llame la atención de los pescados que están ahí. And then what does fish usually do? Y usualmente, ¿qué hace el pescado? This is not always the case. You got your fish, occasional fish, that's a, there's a pig rather than a fish, and it just goes for it. But they usually nip at it first. Let's see what that is. Usualmente lo mira y dice, espérate, déjame ver qué es esto. Let me nip at it. Oh, it didn't kill me. Oh, no me mató. They swim around. Let me... Y luego comienzan a nadar alrededor. And they're looking at it. They're there. And they're looking at it. See if there's other fish. They're going to go for it first. Right? Y lo miran. And then the other fish comes and nips at it too. And the other fish that nipped at it before, he's like, whoa, this is fun. I don't know how fish do. I'm just thinking, right? If I was a fish, that's how I would do it. <laughs> Yo no sé cómo lo hacen los pescados. Yo solamente pienso que ellos se acercan y dicen, espérate, no me hizo nada. Déjame hacerlo otra vez. And then when they nipped at it, when they see others nipping at it, when they see that everyone in the water wants it. Y cuando ellos ven que eso que yo lancé al agua, todos los demás pescados lo quieren también. They say it must be good and they go for it and they give the big bite. Ellos creen que es algo bueno, entonces viene y, le, y lo muerden. And they get hooked and attached and they cannot get out of the hook on their own. Y no se pueden salir y quedan atrapados. They need the fisherman to reel it in, to grab it, to take the hook out, and hopefully have mercy and put them back in the water. Catch and release. Ellos necesitan al pescador para que los pueda alar y quizás ese pescador este, tome la decisión de lanzarlos otra vez nuevamente al agua. That's why it says he's the fisherman of men and that's why we are fish in the water and God is the fisherman and the bait and the hook, that's the devil. Por eso es que el Señor es nuestro, eh, es el que está pescando y él es pescador de hombres. So you see, Satan will approach us and he will let that thing marinate in the water. El enemigo se va a acercar hacia nosotros y él va a permitir que eso continúe moviéndose en el agua. But if you let Satan be your fisherman, he's going to pull you out and he ain't going to release you. He's going to eat you because he is who? The devourer. Si tú permites que el enemigo sea el que te alcance y el que te pesque, entonces él te va a devorar. I feel like, like when Jesus spoke in parables, right? I hope I have some fishermen in the house. Yo espero tener pescadores aquí en If la you casa. never fish, this is all like, whew. Si nunca has pescado, entonces no entiendes lo que estoy diciendo. But the devil never wants us to disobedient, to be disobedient right away. He wants us to first doubt and marinate on the doubt and doubt tomorrow and doubt next week and keep doubting. So when we commit that sin and that disobedience, it's going to have a bigger ramification for us. Pero el enemigo no quiere que inicialmente, rápidamente, nosotros eh, lleguemos a pecar, sino que él quiere sembrar primero dudas, porque las dudas te llevan a la desobediencia. Just, just like he did over here in Genesis with Eve, he wants to distort God's truth for us. 
Él quiere distorsionar la realidad de Dios como hizo con Eva. So he hears the promise of God on your life and he's like, oh, wait, God is saying that that he's going to be, oh, he, a preacher, an evangelist, that people are going to fall to the knees of God through him. Wait, let me go to him and tell him complete opposite to that. Look at your life. God's never going to use you again. You see all the sins that you have lined up? Those are worse than the good that you have done. And he's lying to us and lying to us and lying to us. Lo primero que hace el enemigo es que él escucha las promesas que Dios te dio. Y luego cuando te, él escucha qué promesa es, entonces se acerca a tu vida y te comienza a mencionar los pecados que tú has cometido y te comienza a juzgar por eso para sembrar dudas. I feel in my heart that as soon as Satan started to challenge the word of God to Eve, she should have just walked away. Yo siento en mi corazón que desde el momento inicial donde eh, él comenzó, Satanás comenzó a sembrar dudas en ellas, Eva se debió de haber ido. Porque ella es humana, como tú y yo, siempre contemplamos las opiniones de otros y estamos escuchando a la gente, aunque ellos nos dicen cosas que no son de Dios, aunque ellos son completamente opuestos a lo que Dios ya nos ha hablado, porque estamos tan so curiosos, estamos ahí y contemplamos. Sí, dime lo que tienes que decir a mi vida. Pero como somos humanos, Tal y como Eva, este, nosotros a veces nos gusta contemplar y escuchar la opinión que tienen otras personas que decirnos y nos quedamos ahí escuchando. Y a veces cree, eh, no, actuamos como que no lo creemos y decimos, ah, tú no sabes nada. Pero vamos a nuestra casa y comenzamos a meditar una y otra vez acerca de nuestro llamado, si es real, real o no. You see, if she would have walked away, her choice would have been easy. God gave me an order. I'm not going to disobey. I don't know where you came from. I'm out of here. Si ella hubiese dicho, ella hubiese podido decir, este, Dios me dio una orden, yo no lo voy a desobedecer, ni siquiera sé de dónde tú saliste. Sometimes even ourselves get caught up on that, and we cannot stop ourselves, the temptation of telling others, you're wrong. That's not the right thing. You need to do this. You need to do that, right? A veces aún, aún nosotros mismos no podemos salir de esa tentación de querer decirle a otros, oh, tú estás mal, no deberías de hacer esto, esto deberías de hacer. Do you notice when you read that scripture, we might have to finish this next Sunday, but do you notice that the devil never mentioned the tree of life or the tree of good and evil to Eve? Sabes que el enemigo nunca le mencionó este árbol a Adán y a Eva. He never said, Eve, the tree of life or the tree of good and evil, is that's the tree, right? No, 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 he kept it. General, he kept it open to see where he could take Eve and how far he could take Eve. Él no mencionó y no especificó el árbol, aunque él sí sabía cuál era, sino que él lo mantuvo en un tema general. He used the question in a clever way so Eve would not even realize that he was challenging her. Él, utiliz él hizo esta pregunta a Eva de, para hacerlo de forma clave para entonces eh, tratar de engañar a Eva. He brought the tree to the center thinking of Eve without her even realizing she was going to be thinking about that. That's called doubt. Él la hizo pensar en esto aunque ella no sabía que iba a terminar pensando en esto y, y sembró en ella dudas. He didn't even have to mention the tree but she's the one that brought the tree up and then she's the one that's doubting should I eat the tree or not? Él no lo mencionó, pero ella sí lo mencionó y ahí es que ella comienza a pensar, ¿debería de comer de este árbol o no? She's the one that brought it up. Ella fue la que lo mencionó primero. Exactly what the devil wants. He will lie to us, he will deceive us, he will question our faith because he wants us to bring up the doubt. 
Él quiere engañarnos, el enemigo quiere este, engañarnos y mentirnos y quiere que nosotros entonces hablemos de esas cosas primero. You see what the devil caused in Eve's heart and mind lo que el enemigo causó en la mente y en el corazón de Eva was for Eve to think of what she did not have rather than what she already had. Era para que ella pensara en aquello que no tenía todavía y que no pensara en lo que sí tenía. The devil wants you and I to think of what we don't have and forget about what we already have. El enemigo quiere que te enfoques en lo que no tienes en vez de enfocarte en lo que ya tú tienes. Así es como viene la infidelidad. A veces por eso dejamos trabajos y luego cuando comenzamos el nuevo trabajo nos damos cuenta de que el trabajo anterior era mucho mejor. This is why at times we want a bigger house, we want a bigger car, we want a more expensive things, and those things are not bad, but the devil wants us to think of what we don't have yet rather than think of what we have. A veces por eso queremos casas más grandes, carros más caros, pero porque es porque el enemigo quiere que pensemos en aquello que no tenemos en vez de lo que sí tenemos. El enemigo quería que ella pensara en aquello que no podía hacer en vez de que ella se enfocara en lo que sí podía hacer. Esta era la misma mujer que podía caminar, hacer lo que quisiera hacer. Lo único que no tenía que hacer era comer de ese fruto específico. So because she's thinking of what she don't have, she starts to doubt, she starts to think her mind gets filled with doubt and what she don't have, that she don't have room to think of what she has already. Y porque su mente está tan llena de las cosas que no puede tener, comienza a tener dudas y deja de ver aquello que sí posee. Ella quizás pensó, oh, este, Dios me dijo que no comiera de este árbol, pero ¿por qué? Why cannot we from that tree? God, you didn't explain to me, and now the serpent is opening my mind to think that why? If I could eat of everything, why not this? Tú nunca me explicaste, Señor, por qué yo no puedo comer de este árbol. Ahora está aquí Satanás tratando de decirme que yo sí puedo comer. Porque todos están disponibles excepto este de este árbol. What is the big deal about it, God? ¿Qué sucede? ¿Qué, ¿Qué es lo que sucede con este árbol en particular? Entonces él siembra la duda y después se echa hacia atrás y deja que todo caiga, se derrumbe por sí mismo. So Eve now has a distorted view of God, so she is doubting because now she's thinking of what she don't have rather than what she has. Ahora Eva tiene una, una imagen de Dios distorsionada porque está pensando en lo que no tiene en vez de ver lo que sí tiene. If doubt is not corrected, it will push us to disobey. Si la duda no es corregida, nos va a impulsar a desobedecer. So her doubt was not corrected. Su duda no fue corregida. The devil is attacking her through challenging her faith in God. El enemigo le está dudando su fe en Dios. Le está empujando su fe en Dios. The devil is kind of like a boxer. 
El enemigo es como un boxeador. He's not going to go for that one punch. He wants to warm you up. He wants to give you the one, two, three jab first. Like, you know, like bam, 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 or bam, bam, a combination and see how you move. And if you are like, oh, he gives you that right hook that's going to knock you out. El enemigo es como un boxeador. Primero él va a querer que tú te canses, entonces te va a dar un poquito y luego cuando estés entonces cansado, entonces ahí te va a noquear. But if you stand in firm, Pero si tú te paras firme and your posture is good, y tu postura es and your buena hands are up, y tus manos están and you arriba aware of your enemy, y tú estás mirando y sabes quién es tu enemigo y si estás ahí He's gonna throw the one, two, three, but you're gonna move, you're gonna be aware, you're gonna be like, what's up? Where you at there? One, one, boom. I got something for you today. Yeah. We gotta stand up, we gotta fight, but we gotta be on guard, we gotta be on shape, and we gotta be prepared. Nosotros tenemos que mantenernos en forma, tenemos que estar preparados. Because if we're not, if we're looking to the side, what is one thing the referee always tells you before the fight starts? Porque Juan, si miras hacia el lado, ¿qué sucede? Protect yourselves at all times. Protect yourselves at all times. Don't think because he's far away, he cannot get to you. Por eso el entrenador siempre le dice a los boxeadores, protégete en todo momento. He always tells you that how many times Mayweather used that to his advantage. He said fight and the person was like, and, and Mayweather was right, right away, as soon as the referee said fight, boom, boom, boom. He hit me. The fight had already started. Protect yourselves at all times. Por eso Mayweather utilizó esto en muchas ocasiones cuando él iba a pelear, el, el otro boxeador no se protegía tan pronto, le dejaban saber que comenzó la pelea y por eso él daba siempre primero. So now that the devil got Eve doubting, Ahora que el enemigo logró que Eva estuviese dudando, he wants her to deny. Ahora él quiere que ella niegue. So then he could get her to disobey. You see the process? Para luego entonces Llevarla a desobedecer. I get you to, I get you to doubt. Te llevo a la duda. I get you to deny. Te llevo a negar. Then those two things will lead you to disobey. Y esas dos cosas te van a llevar a ser desobediente. KO, we're knocked out. KO, we're knocked out. KO, estás noqueado. Oh, okay. And because of that, now she's in sin. And because of that, she's drifting away from God. And because of that, then she hides from God. We will only read that later. She hides from God. Y a causa de esto, ahora ella está en pecado. A causa de esto, se alejó de Dios. Y a causa de esto, también, ahora se le esconde a Dios. And yes, Adam did the same thing. Ladies, I'm not pointing out females in this day. But she was the first one that had doubts. And then she brought those doubts to Adam. And then they both decided to doubt together, deny together, and disobey together. <laughs> y luego vino Adán. Y entonces ella le sembró dudas a él. Y dudaron juntos. Y luego... Sucedió lo que sucedió. So not because you and your wife or you or your husband aren't together and doing it together and agreeing together means you're doing the right thing together. Entonces porque ustedes están haciendo, tú y tu esposa están haciendo todo juntos, entonces... No quiere decir que estén haciéndolo bien juntos, right? So that's exactly what's happening here to Adam and Eve. The devil went to Eve first. That's why because the one that got the order 
from God was Adam. So he knew that he was going to have a little bit of a harder time with Adam. Not because Adam was stronger, but because Adam was the one that God gave the order directly to. So he was like, if I could go through Eve, if I could get her to doubt, if I could get her to deny, if I could get her to disobey, she's going to go to her husband. And because they're working together in this paradise garden, they're going to do it together. And they're going to lie together. And the promise of God is going to be broken. And they're going to be in sin. They're going to be kicked out. And the devil wins. I know, sorry. El enemigo sabía que si sembraba en ella dudas, luego ella iba a caer en negación y luego iba a, a fallar, a desobedecer. Y si él creaba en ella dudas, entonces ella iba a compartir esas dudas con Adán y ahora estaban dudando juntos. The devil, I mean, God told Eve, do not eat from this tree or Adam, right? Because you will certainly die, right? El, el Señor les dijo, no, come, no comerán de este fruto porque de cierto van a morir. But then the devil goes in Genesis 3, 4, and 7, and he tells her, You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. Number five, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he also ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were not, or they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made covering for themselves. No morirán, respondió la serpiente a la mujer. Dios sabe que en cuanto coman del fruto, se les abrirán los ojos y serán como Dios, con el conocimiento del bien y del mal. La mujer quedó convencida, vio que el árbol era hermoso y su fruto parecía delicioso y quiso la sabiduría que le daría. Así que tomó del fruto y lo comió. Después le dio un poco a su esposo que estaba con ella y él también comió. En ese momento se les abrieron los ojos y de pronto sintieron vergüenza por su desnudez. Entonces cosieron hojas de higuera para cubrirse. So you see, the devil is so deceiving. El enemigo es tan um, astuto. That he knew that God, when he said you will certainly die, it was not going to be an immediate death, and it was not even going to be a physical death at the moment. Él sabía que cuando Dios les dijo a ellos que ellos iban a morir si comían del fruto, no estaba hablando de una muerte física. But because Eve didn't know her thing, and she was not grounded in what God had told her, he tells her, you will certainly not die. God knows that your eyes are going to be open, that you're going to be like a God, that you're going to have wisdom, and then the fruit looked appealing, it looked good to eat, so she ate it. Y el enemigo por eso le dijo a Eva, no, no van a morir. Dios no dijo que ustedes iban a morir. Por eso es que ahora el fruto se le ve de una apariencia que llama la atención a Eva. The devil will show up in our lives with sins that he wants us to commit. And he's going to tell us, nothing is going to happen if you drink a little bit. Nothing is going to happen if you don't go to church today. Nothing is going to happen if you curse that guy that cut you off in the car. Nothing is going to happen if you have a little bit of road rage. Nothing is going to happen. You're going to be okay. You're strong. El enemigo siempre va a presentar pecados que él quiere que tú, que tú caigas en ellos. Por ejemplo, te va a decir, oh, no está mal que tú insultes a esta persona, no está mal que tú hagas esto o aquello. He wants us to look at the sin. He wants us to see that it's good, that it's appealing, and then it's going to give us something that we don't have, so we may go for it. 
Él va a ver, él se va a presentar como que este pecado se ve bien para que nosotros entonces caigamos en eso. The devil never touched the fruit. The devil didn't say, here it is, eat it, woman. The devil just pointed out, hey, what is that tree? I don't know. Are you really going to die? Can you not really eat it? She knew what it was. Then she looked at it. That shows me that she was not even looking at the tree before the serpent showed up. El enemigo nunca tomó la, el fruto en su mano y se lo dio a de comer a él, a ellos, sino que él lo que hizo fue que le dijo, pero de qué árbol no pueden comer, pero por qué no pueden comer, ¿estás segura que no puedes comer? Entonces, luego Eva se empezó a fijar en ese árbol. You might never see that woman at the office until you're having problems with your wife or until somebody else from the job says, that woman is hot, bro. And you're like, yeah, whoa, yo, she's actually hot. And then you want to taste a little bit of it and then you're doubting because your wife doesn't cook or she screams at you or she does something and you fall in that sin. Doubt, Nunca, deny, disobey. Quizás no te has fijado en, una, en esa mujer que trabaja en la oficina en tu trabajo hasta que alguien te dice, oye, esa muchacha está buena y tú comienzas a mirarla y comienzas a pensar y entonces como peleaste con tu esposa porque quizás tu esposa no te cocinó, hay duda en ti y comienzas a mirarla. The devil is twisting the word of God. The devil is twisting the command of God so we may drift away just like Eve did. El enemigo está eh, volteando todas las cosas, el comando de Dios para que entonces nosotros empecemos a, a dudar. The devil is telling her you won't die. El enemigo le estaba diciendo, no vas a morir. You see, the devil knew that the death was not going to be immediate. That God is talking, you're going to die spiritually and then your body will decay, get old and then you will die. So the devil approached it, you're not going to die. Eat it. And when she ate it, she didn't die. So the devil must be right. El enemigo le dijo, oh, no vas a morir. Por eso fue que cuando ella comió del fruto, ella vio que no murió, dijo, oh, pues mira, no, no morí. You know the crazy thing about the devil in this scripture? ¿Sabes qué es lo más interesante de esta escritura acerca del enemigo? It's not that he twisted the words of God. No es que él este, cambió las palabras de It's Dios. It's not that he got her to doubt and he spoke to her and be like, hey, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. No es que él logró este, que ella dudara. Was, you know what the crazy thing was? ¿Sabes qué es lo más loco? It was the devil's conviction and authority when he spoke to Eve on to why she should have ate of that tree. Era acerca de la convicción que él tenía de por qué Eva debería de comer de ese fruto. You see, the whole thing was a lie. Todo fue una mentira. But because he sounded so sure, so convicted, and so determined, Eve believed him. Pero porque él, él sonaba tan, este, como que, con, ay, ¿cómo se dice eso? Convincente. Entonces, por eso fue que Eva le creyó. The sad thing about this lo triste de todo esto es is that many people have been convinced by the devil or have been convinced by another person. Es que muchas personas han sido convencidos por el enemigo y, o por otras personas. See, the devil used a serpent in this occasion, but how many times the devil used other people, circumstances, situations, a job, a problem, a situation to turn and twist things and get us to doubt. En esta ocasión fue el enemigo, pero hay muchas veces donde el enemigo utiliza otras personas para cambiar las cosas y engañarnos. You see, he wants us to drift away from the truth that is in the Bible and through God and his word. Él quiere que nos alejemos de la verdad que es um, la palabra de Dios. He wants us to drift away from the doctrinal truthness of God through his word. Él quiere que nos alejemos acerca de la doctrina de Dios. 
So, you know, he wants us to say like, man, what if this? What if I'm not going to die if I do that? What if I just do a little bit? What if I give in to those doubts and those desires and I deny and I disobey? What is going to happen? That's where he wants you to be at. El enemigo quiere que tú estés en una posición donde tú, tú digas, pero si hago esto un poquito solamente, o si hago esto, quizás no voy a morir, quizás no sucede nada. The punch that took Eve to the ground and knocked her out was on verse 5. Aquello que realmente noqueó a Eva fue. En el versículo 5. Se encuentra en el versículo 5. It says, God knows that the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what really going on. You will be just like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. Dios sabe que en cuanto coman del fruto se les abrirán los ojos y serán como Dios con el conocimiento del bien y del mal. Many scholars, and I looked it up, many scholars are trying to determine what was the devil offering when he said this to Eve. Muchas personas que estudian la palabra este, todavía debaten qué fue lo que el enemigo estaba ofreciendo cuando él mencionó esto en el versículo 5. But what is clear through this verse is Pero lo que sí es claro a través de este versículo that the devil wants Eve es que el enemigo quiere que Eva to think quiere que ella piense that God is withholding something from her. Es que Dios está escondiendo algo de ella. It's not even about the tree. It's not even about him talking to her. It's about what is God withholding from me that I cannot eat that tree. No es este acerca del árbol, sino es que es lo que Dios quiere ocultarme a mí. He wants Eve to think, I am not complete because there's something that God is withholding from me, so I am living an incomplete life. El, el lo que quiere que ella piense que ella está viviendo una vida incompleta porque Dios no le quiere decir. And I don't want you to raise your hand, but I want to ask you a question. How many of us here right now think that we are living an incomplete life? Y yo no quiero que nadie levante la mano, pero solamente escuchen. ¿Cuántos de nosotros aquí piensan que están viviendo una vida incompleta? And not because we have not achieved the purpose of God, but we're thinking we're living an incomplete life because God is withholding a promise from us. Y no y quizás nos sentimos de esa forma porque sentimos que Dios está eh, Aguantando, aguantando de nosotros una promesa que él tiene. I know I've been in there a lot of times where I'm like, man, I feel I'm incomplete. I feel God is holding my promise. Why have you not given me that promise yet, God? A veces yo me he sentido así, le he dicho, Señor, ¿por qué tú estás aguantando esa promesa? And we get caught up on this thing of like, man, I don't have, 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 and we forget of what we have and what we have and what we have. Y a veces nos quedamos concentrados solamente en lo que no tenemos, no tenemos, no tenemos, y se nos olvida aquello que sí tenemos. So now Adam and Eve is in a place where they have doubted, they have denied, and they're going to disobey because they feel that if they eat from that tree that God told them already not to eat from, that they are going to be complete human beings, finally. Entonces ellos ahora desobedecen a Dios porque se creen que si comen de este fruto van a ser este, humanos completos eh, finalmente. Not only that, they now think that if they eat this fruit, they're going to enter into a higher and better level in their lives. How many times do you hear that? Y ahora creen que ellos entonces van a entrar a un nivel más alto y mejor en su vida. ¿Cuántas veces ustedes han escuchado esto? I have never been, I have never heard motivational speakers say 
You are living in a life that is abundant, that God has given you. Think about what you have. Think about the car you have. Think about the house you have. Think about the job you have. Think about the things you have. I have never heard a motivational speaker say that. Nunca he escuchado, una, he escuchado a nadie decir este, que vivimos en una vida donde, de abundancia, donde Dios la ha proveído para nosotros. Every motivational speaker that I hear is, how are you going to get to the next level? There's a next level, higher, better than what you are. What you got is crumbs. You need to be here. You need to move here. You need to step up. You need to move. You need to move. You need to move. And we're constantly moving to the next level. And that stops us from looking at the good things that we have right now. Todo lo que escuchamos es las personas diciéndonos que hay un nivel más alto que tenemos que alcanzar, que lo que tenemos es muy poco, que hay que ir por más. And I'm not telling you live a, a life that's conform and don't go for goals and just stay at home and collect welfare and live okay. I'm telling you, you got to step up. You got to do what you got to do. But you got to look at what you have now. You got to appreciate it. You got to love the husband that you have. You got to love the wife that you have. You got to appreciate the job that you have. You got to appreciate the car and the house you have because it's been given by God by his grace because he loves you and I yo no estoy diciendo que te quedes en tu casa y no hagas nada, sino que te estoy y vivas del gobierno, sí, pero sí te estoy diciendo que tienes que agradecer el esposo que tienes, la esposa que tienes, tienes que agradecer el carro que tienes, el trabajo que tienes. When we get caught up on these things, you know what happens is that we start to be self-reliant. Sabes que cuando esto sucede nos convertimos self-reliant, que dependo de mí solamente. Self-sufficient, autosuficiente. And we're like, I'm self-sufficient. I'm self-reliant. I don't need a husband to accomplish what I need to accomplish. That's the life that we're living now, right? True. And that's true. You don't need a husband to progress, right? Yo no necesito un esposo para poder echar hacia adelante. Ese es el mundo en que vivimos hoy. I don't need a wife. I'm going to stay single and party and do my thing. Yo no necesito esposa, me voy a quedar solo y voy a estar pariciando. I could resolve problems on my own. I could understand things on my own. And then we one thing follow another and we end up in a place where we're like, I don't need God. Pero llegamos a un punto donde decimos todas estas cosas y también añadimos, yo no necesito de Dios. The doubt turned into denial, turned into disobedience and now you are in a place where you're like, I don't need God. What has God done for me? I accomplished all this on my own strength. God never helped me. Now we're in that place. Y ahora cuando dudamos y decimos yo no necesito a Dios, yo he llegado hasta donde estoy sin Dios, entonces llegamos a ese punto. Then we want to develop our own knowledge and our own development for our own things and desires. Nothing is about blessing others now. Entonces comenzamos a tener nuestros propios, eh, desarrollamos nuestros propios pensamientos que no se trata ya de bendecir a otros. We're like, how many people think like this? I want to go to college, I want a master's degree, but not so I could be fruitful to society, but so I could make more money. It's about us, it's about me, it's about me, nothing about others. Never push it out. Hay personas que quieren ir a la escuela y quieren ir a la universidad y continuar estudiando, pero no es para poder ser ejemplos en la sociedad, sino para hacer más dinero, porque todo se trata acerca de ellos. What James 1, 13, 15 says, it says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot tempt by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own, by their own evil desire and enticed then after desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death cuando sean tentados acuérdense de no decir dios me está tentando dios nunca 
es tentado a hacer el mal y jamás tienta a nadie. La tentación viene de nuestros propios deseos, los cuales nos seducen y nos arrastran. De esos deseos que nacen los actos pecaminosos y el pecado cuando se deja de crecer da a luz a la muerte. You know, a lot of times as people and grown adults, a lot of times we don't take responsibility for our own actions, right? We a veces nosotros como adultos no tomamos responsabilidad propia. We either say, God, we blame God, like, God, you don't love me, God, you don't care for me, God, you have abandoned me, right? We say things like that. A veces le echamos la culpa a Dios, decimos, Señor, tú no me amas, Señor, tú me has abandonado. Or Christian's favorite one is, the, o la favorita de los cristianos. the devil did it. El enemigo lo hizo. The devil pushed me there. El diablo me empujó ahí. The devil lead me. I didn't want to do it, but the devil dragged me. I want to tell you something. The devil does not drag you like this. Physically, get up with me. And he does not say, you're going to sit over here. You want to sit over here, my man? He does not do that. You could go back over here. El enemigo nunca te va a tomar por el brazo y te va a alar y te va a obligar a irte hacia otro lugar. The devil does this. Él lo que hace es lo siguiente. Mariano. If you sit on that corner, you're going to be more comfortable. I know the pastor said to get closer to here, but you don't need to be so close to the pastor. <laughs> you could hear the pastor the same that you're hearing him there. You could hear him here. Did the pastor say you could not sit on this chair? Right? He didn't say that. Now, he said he wanted you closer, but if you're hearing closer, you're not going to hear better because his voice is really loud. So you could hear him here too. So maybe you want to move. I don't know. And he walks away. Lo que el enemigo sí hace es que le dice a Mariano, susurrándole, Mariano, tú te puedes sentar en aquella silla. Si te sientas en aquella silla, que en aquella silla vas a estar más cómodo. El pastor no dijo que no te podías sentar allá, ¿verdad que no? Además, el pastor habla bien duro, siéntate en la otra silla. Y luego él se va. The Bible says that God does not tempt us. La Biblia dice que el Señor no nos tienta. And we're learning right here through Genesis that the devil only puts doubts in us and he questions our faith and he questions our knowledge. Y sabemos que el enemigo eh, siembra dudas en nosotros y él quiere tentar nuestra fe y quiere tentar nuestro conocimiento. But in James 1.13 it says, But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires. Pero dice aquí que la tentación viene de nuestros propios deseos. And those evil desires lead to sin, and that sin leads to, um, to death, to physical death, or long death, or spiritual death, right? Full y, death. Y luego estos propios deseos nos llevan a pecar, y estos pecados entonces nos dan eh, lo que es la muerte espiritual. So I want to tell you a secret. If you didn't know this today, you're going to find out. Entonces te quiero decir un secreto por si acaso no lo sabías. The devil cannot make you sin. El enemigo no te puede hacer um, pecar. What? Revelation Sunday. If you didn't know that, you've been walking by God and blaming the devil all this time for every single thing you do. News check. The devil cannot make you sin. And I'm not saying this. The Bible does. El enemigo no te puede hacer eh, pecar, y lo dice la Biblia. The devil can distort the truth. The devil can lie to us. The devil can oppress us. The devil can put doubts in us so we could deny and we could disobey. But he cannot force you to sin. So stop giving him so much credit. He doesn't deserve it. El enemigo lo que sí puede hacer es distorsionar la verdad. El enemigo te puede mentir. El enemigo te puede sembrar dudas. Eh, pero el enemigo no te puede hacer caer en, en pecado. Eh, so deja de estar dando tanto crédito al, al enemigo. You know why I get upset and I say stop giving him the credit? Because we make the devil more powerful than what he really is. 
¿Y sabes por qué me molesto? Porque nosotros hacemos, hablamos del enemigo como que es más poderoso lo que realmente es. Yes, the devil is the ruler of earth. Yes, the devil has power. Yes, the devil is the prince of darkness. But we walk with Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit. We have something that's more powerful than the devil. Nosotros somos, eh, tenemos algo que es más poderoso que el enemigo. Tenemos al Espíritu Santo de Dios. Tenemos al Señor que camina con nosotros. And that's why the Bible says that no weapon forged against you will prosper. No weapon that the devil throws at you will prosper because you walk with the mighty one. You walk with the king of kings. You walk with the Lord that defeated death and his name is Jesus Christ. Por eso yes. la palabra dice que ningún arma forjada contra nosotros va a prosperar. No importa lo que el enemigo tire en nuestra vida, eso no va a prosperar. How sad it is when you tell your kids don't touch the stove because you're going to get burned, but they touch the stove and they get burned, right? Qué triste es cuando tú le dices a tus niños que no toquen la estufa porque se van a quemar y ellos vienen y lo hacen como quieran. Don't climb that tree because you're going to fall and break an arm. And what do they do, the kids? They climb the tree. Qué, qué triste es cuando los niños tú le dices no te trepes en ese árbol que te vas a caer y ellos vienen y lo hacen como And we get mad at our kids. y nos enojamos a nuestro, eh, con nuestros niños And we put them in time out or we ground them or we give them pop out. y le damos o, o quizás los ponemos los castigamos But you know the truth of the matter is that we are God's children and we act just like our earthly children at times pero aunque somos nosotros hijos de Dios actuamos como nuestros propios niños God tells you don't do that Dios te dice, no hagas eso. Don't go that way. No vayas para allá. Don't think like that. No pienses así. It's going to take you down. Te va a, a hundir. Don't listen to the people. Don't listen to the enemy. Don't go that way. And what do we do? We go exactly towards where God is telling us not to go. No digas eso. No pienses así. No escuches a las personas. Y aún así, lo seguimos haciendo. You see, there is a consequence. Hay una consecuencia. We find a consequence in the lives of Adam and Eve. Conseguimos la consecuencia de la vida de Adán y Eva. But the most amazing thing, and I will wrap it up with this, is that the promise that God gave Adam and Eve, not even the disobedience and the sin of Adam and Eve, broke that promise that God made to them. Pero aún ni con ellos pecando, la, la promesa que Dios les dio pudo este, quitar esa promesa. And you know, if you read verses, I don't have time, but if you read verses 10 through 20, all those verses are, is blame shifting. Eve blaming Adam, Adam blaming Eve, Adam blaming God, they both blaming everything around them, but them taking responsibility. Y todo lo que ellos hicieron del, del versículo 10 en adelante fue echándole ellos la culpa a Dios, echándose la culpa entre ellos. Pero mira lo que Dios le hace a la serpiente. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, curse are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust. All the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. That's Revelation scripture right there. Entonces el Señor Dios le dijo a la serpiente, Por lo que has hecho eres maldita, más que todos los animales, tanto domésticos como salvajes. Andarás sobre tu vientre arrastrándote por el polvo durante toda tu vida. Y pondré hostilidad entre tú y la mujer, y entre tu descendencia y la descendencia de ella. Su des descendiente te golpeará la cabeza y tú le golpearás el talón. Look what the message version says at the end. It says, I'm declaring 
war between you and the woman, between you offspring and her offspring. He will wound your head and you will wound his heel. La otra versión, este en inglés dice que él estaba declarando la guerra entre la serpiente y la mujer. Look what Genesis 3, 20, 21 says. I promise I'm almost done. Adam named his wife Eve because she will become the mother of all living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Después el hombre Adán le puso a su esposa el nombre de Eva porque ella sería la madre de todos los que viven. Y el Señor Dios hizo ropa de pieles de animales para Adán y su esposa. You see, through these verses right here, God speaking to the serpent is giving the promise that he had for us all along. All along. Él estaba dando la promesa que él había prometido desde hace tiempo. He's kind of like telling the devil at that moment, you did this, you caused my children to sin and drift away, but my promise is not going to be broken, he said. Él le dijo, tú causaste que mis hijos este, me fallaran, pero la promesa va a permanecer. You see, there's a simple act of faith on Adam, even after he has sinned and drift from God, for him to grab his wife and name her Eve. And Eve means a woman that is the mother of all living. Y el nombre de Eva significa la madre de todos los que viven. So he's kind of accepting that he had drifted from God, that he had eaten from the fruit and he was not supposed to, but there is still a promise coming out of his wife. So él está aceptando de que um, sucedió algo cuando comieron del fruto, mas sin embargo todavía hay una promesa con, con ellos. He accepts that through the offspring of his wife, a savior is going to come. The woman is the mother of all living. Él sabe que a través de ella va eventualmente a venir un salvador. And this might be a little bit deeper that we can that we can comprehend that we could understand. But I want you to see that the devil wanted Adam and Eve to doubt. He wanted them to deny. He wanted them to disobey so they could sin. But God shows up and he tells the snake, you are cursed. You're going to drag on your belly. And yes, you're going to strike the heel of the Savior. But the Savior is going to stomp on your head. That's pretty much what it's saying right there. Básicamente lo que le está diciendo es que ellos eh, tuvieron dudas, ellos negaron, ellos luego este, a causa de esto pecaron y cayeron, pero aún así este, ella va a pisar con su talón a la serpiente. Y yo no quiero que tú pienses que Dios es un Dios que castiga. He does have penalties, there is consequences, but he is also a gracious provider for us. Sí, hay consecuencias um, para ciertas acciones, pero también este, él nos da de su gracia. You see, in verse 21 says, The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Dice en el versículo 21 que el Señor hizo ropa de pieles de animales eh, para Adán y su esposa. So he made clothing from animals to cover their nakedness. So él hizo esta ropa de la piel de animales para cubrir su desnudez. So right there we could see a prophecy being proclaimed that through the shed of blood that will be covering and redemption. So podemos ver una profecía ahí que a través del de derramamiento de sangre va a haber um, una cobertura. And he's also telling right there on verse 15 that there will be a confrontation between the devil and between the son of Eve, the Messiah. 
y están diciendo que va a haber una confrontación eh, entre el enemigo y el Mesías. So yes, the Messiah is the son of Mary, right? But they all come from the same lineage. They all trace back to Adam and Eve. So that's why Adam named her the mother of all living. Por eso es que es llamada la madre de todos los, los que viven. So there will be an enmity. There will be a war between you and your offspring, says God to the devil, while he is cursing him to be on his belly. Y el Señor está maldiciendo la serpiente a causa de lo que él hizo que ellos hicieran. So I want us to get up. I want to call the worship team to come forward. Yo quiero que nos pongamos de pie. But there is a promise here. Hay una promesa aquí. And today I want you to understand y yo quiero que ustedes entiendan that the devil cannot force you to sin, but he can lie to you so you could doubt, so you could deny, and you could disobey God. Yo quiero que entiendan que él no te puede obligar a pecar, ni no te puede hacer pecar, pero sí puede sembrar en ti dudas, te puede llevar a negar y a, a ser desobediente. But I want you to know that regardless of what happened in the garden that day, pero no importando lo que sucedió en el jardín ese día, God did not break his promise. Dios como quiera no rompió su promesa. God straight up told the snake right there, you have made them turn from me, you have made them sin, but I tell you right now that she's going to be the mother of all living and she's going to strike your head. Él les dijo a la serpiente, tú les hiciste fallar, a mis hijos, pero um, ellos van, ella va a pisotear tu cabeza. I'm going to read one last more scripture. And it's on Romans 5, 14, 17. And it says like this. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for it the For if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespasses of the one man death reigned through the one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign In life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Sin embargo, desde los tiempos de Adán hasta los de Moisés, todos murieron, incluso los que no desobedecieron un mandamiento explícito de Dios como lo hizo Adán. Ahora bien, Adán es un símbolo, una representación de Cristo, quien aún tenía que venir. Pero hay un gran, una gran diferencia entre el pecado de Adán y el regalo del favor inmerecido de Dios. Pues el pecado de un solo hombre, Adán, trajo muerte a muchos, pero aún más grande es la gracia maravillosa de Dios y el regalo de su perdón para muchos por medio de otro hombre, Jesucristo. Y el resultado del regalo del favor inmerecido de Dios es muy diferente de la consecuencia del pecado de ese primer hombre, pues el pecado de Adán llevó a la condenación, pero el regalo de Dios nos lleva a ser declarados justos 
a los ojos de Dios, a pesar de que somos culpables de muchos pecados, pues el pecado de un solo hombre, Adán, hizo que la muerte reinara sobre muchos, pero aún más grande es la gracia maravillosa de Dios y el regalo de su justicia, porque todos los que los reciben vivirán en victoria sobre el pecado y la muerte por medio de un solo hombre, Jesucristo. Quiero decirte algo para cerrar. But you might be asking, like, why? God, why you didn't stop the snake at the garden? God, if you would have stopped the snake, we would not be in this situation. God, why you didn't show up in the moment where he was lying to Eve, God? Quizás tú te estás preguntando, Señor, ¿por qué tú nunca detuviste a la serpiente para que esto no hubiese sucedido? And the reason why I did not show up at that moment, the main reason is because God gives us free will to make our own decision if we're going to succumb to the doubt Or are we going to follow the command of God? Y es porque Dios nos da la decisión de que nosotros tomemos la decisión de que vamos a hacer. But I tell you this, and I tell you this with so, so much certainty and so much conviction. And it's not on that scripture, but I guarantee you that if Eve would have called on the name of God that moment, God would have showed up, God would have grabbed the snake by the neck, and God would have cursed it out of the garden at that moment. Y te digo algo con convicción, si Eva hubiese llamado el nombre de Dios, él se hubiese aparecido allí. The devil is going to lie to you. The devil wants you to doubt. The devil is going to question your faith. He wants you to drift away from God. El enemigo te va a mentir, el enemigo te va a distraer y te va a poner dudas. But just like Malachi said, he will protect us and rebuke the devourer for our sake. Pero como decía el versículo de Malaquías, él te va a proteger y va a reprender el devorador por tu propio beneficio. Cuando él viene con dudas, cuando viene con mentiras, All you gotta do is stand firm. solo tienes que pararte firme en tu fe. Declara la palabra de Dios en tu vida y la de tus hijos. And call out of the name of Jesus. Y clama el nombre de Jesús. And say, Jesus. Y dile Jesús. The devil is to me again I need your rescuing Jesus el enemigo me está mintiendo y necesito que vengas Jesus the devil is saying that I'm not worthy I need you to remind me God oh how worthy I am in you God el enemigo me está diciendo que no soy merecedor y necesito que me lo recuerde the Bible says that God knew us from the womb of our mother and set us apart la palabra dice que el Señor nos conoció desde el vientre de nuestra madre y nos separó. Y Jesús dijo que grandes cosas haríamos. The devil has power. El enemigo tiene poder. But God has more power than the devil. Pero Dios, Dios tiene mucho más poder. Y el amor de Dios puede sobrepasar cualquier mentira del enemigo. Why do you turn to the person next to you and you tell him, I am not listening to the devil anymore. I am listening to God today. Tell him. Mira a la persona a tu lado y dile, no le voy a hacer caso al enemigo ya. Today I'm listening to God. Hoy escucho a Dios. Today I'm listening to the promise of God on my life. Hoy escucho la promesa de Dios para mi vida. Today we rebuke depression. Hoy vamos a, a reprender depresión. Today we rebuke, we rebuke doubts. Vamos a reprender dudas. We gotta do it in the name of Jesus. Hay que hacerlo en el nombre And de Jesús. Y hay que pararnos firmes. And for his grace, for his goodness. Yes.